Hello, guys and girls, and welcome to episode 34 of the VR Inside podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. You can tune into the show live at 4 p.m. in Europe, 3 p.m. in the UK, and 9 a.m. in Central US. If you missed the live stream, you can catch up with the whole show as I re-upload it every Sunday on my own YouTube channel, Virtual Reality Oasis. Or you can check out the audio-only version, which is available on Google Play Music, iTunes, and on SoundCloud. If you enjoy the audio version, please leave us a review on iTunes or on SoundCloud, because that would really help us out. Also, I'd be intrigued to know this episode if the audio levels are a little bit better. Uh, a couple of you guys and girls complained last time that Zim was a little bit too loud. Uh, sorry, Zim, but uh, hopefully this time we've leveled it out a bit, but we'd love to know your thoughts in the chat. Yeah, Zim, stop you screaming. Got- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you've got any other comments, questions, or feedback during the show, please chuck them in the chat. We'll try to answer as many questions as we can. So let me introduce you to the team if you're new to the show. First up, this guy has been suiting up this week, and not in any old suit. No, no, no. He's been testing out the up-and-coming Tesla suit, of course. It is Nathy. How you doing? Well, that's right. I tried the suit from Ready Player One. Mm, it was like the same sensation but i will talk more about that in the next episode of the podcast but i got some footage some secret footage no one has seen before so it's going to be very exciting stay tuned yeah nice a little tease for next week's episode so make sure you stay tuned for that one next up we're pleased to report that this guy has survived a recent zombie outbreak and is back with us safe and sound on the show is of course rowdy how you doing dude you're right. Uh, I'm all right. I'm I'm a little bit hurt in my arms, but uh, you know that's that's from all the zombie killing, I guess. All the zombie killing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no other I'm, game I'm, that you've been playing. <laughs> no, I've, I've not been playing any other game. Of course not. Uh, yeah, only only killing zombies. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. You came out okay. You, you survived. I'm pleased. Uh, I, I died multiple times, but then I broke the game. <laughs> I made it crash, and then I beat the game because I found a bug. So yeah, I'm I, I did pretty fine. Wow, nice. Oh, one big tip: if you want to survive a zombie apocalypse, buy a trampoline. Genius. <laughs> there you have it. Okay. <laughs> Hacker Rowdy. <laughs> Secrets confirmed. <laughs> so next up. This guy is absolutely killing it on Twitch right now. He is a resident VR Twitch streamer, Zimtok5. How you doing, man? You all right? I think I mortally wounded a few people. I'm scared to say anything now because I'm going to be too loud. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> been having a fun week. It's been, um, it's been a twitchy week. My wife actually started doing some streaming, so that's been fun. She's doing baking. Mm. <laughs> always, yeah, she always- made a pizza, right? What's that? You made a pizza on stream, right? Yeah, she makes everything from, from scratch. She's doing something else tonight. I don't know, something sweet. Anyway, I eat the stuff. That's all that matters. <laughs> like you're, 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 like the, you're, like, you're like the full Hollywood of the relationship, right? You just get to sample all the food and give you a critique. It's that sounds role. like the best It job. is the best role. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and last but by no means least, myself, Mike, the host of the show from Virtual Reality Oasis. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Pimax being delayed. Will this headset be worth the wait? Well, we'll find out. The Apple T288, a 16K AR and VR headset from Apple. What is Tim Cook cooking up? (laughs) We'll find out. (laughs) 
<laughs> the TP cast, hands-on, my hands-on impression with wireless VR. Is it worth it? Well, you will soon find out as well. But let's first find out what everyone's been up to this week in their busy week in virtual reality. And let's start it off with ZimTop5. What have you been up to this week, dude? I'm the winner! <laughs> <laughs> this is my I favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of every show because it's like, who's it going to be? Who's, who's it going to pick on? It's, it's kind of like show and tell, isn't it? You know, it's like going back to show and tell. So what did I do this week? And we usually pick one thing. So I'll mention the things I did and I'll pick on the one. Um, so had our, our kind of multiplayer Aceto thing on the Sunday. So that was fun. Um, played a little bit more in Exorcist Legion VR, which actually Ooh. is a much better horror title than I would have thought, especially with a branded horror experience. You think this is going to be rubbish, but I've done two of the five chapters and both of them made me shriek to some extent. They're actually quite good. Even if they're limited to a room, they do things that really do. uh, They kind of do the jump scare, but they also do tension very well, which some horror titles do well. So if you haven't, if you're, if you're itching for horror and a lot of people I know tap out when you talk about horror in VR, I actually think that Exorcist Legion VR is quite good. Okay. Uh, But the game I want to talk about, which I didn't know about is a PSVR game. Okay. Uh, called it's it's a Final Fantasy 15 VR game uh, called mm. Monster of the Deep. It is a fishing Ooh. game. You got it, Rowdy. You win the prize. So ah it, yes. It's, yes, it's a fishing game. But the thing is, this is how it goes. Right? It's not just like a boring fishing game. First off, the character creator. I'm not joking. Is on par with Skyrim's character creator. You have to you go down to every little fine detail of your character. You make your character. Then you're in the game and you fish. You fish for main like bass and stuff like that, like VR pro fishing, which I quite like. But the the kicker is that the bosses are demon fish. So you have to hunt for these demon fish <laughs> and then kill them kind of in Dick Wild fashion with like a crossbow shooting explosive rounds down their you know gullet and stuff. I even had my wife in it and she was in the seat screaming with like sharks like viciously jumping at your face. <laughs> so this game is quite visually decent and it's very kind of j-pop in that all the characters are are super kind of final fantasy characters but looks lovely i didn't know it even existed and i'm really happy to have another fishing game so you can even die in this fishing game yeah she actually managed to die (laughs) 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 i remember seeing the trailer of this game i think at e3 uh last year where they announced this like i I was like getting because i'm a big final fantasy fan i've played like pretty much all of the titles except for the latest ones. Uh, and uh, I remember seeing that one. I was like, oh, I didn't make it a Final Fantasy game. And then it turned out to be a fishing game. And I was a little bit like, yeah. man. And I remember uploading an article about it that um, they weren't all too positive about it either. And then it kind of yeah. like went under the radar and like, I didn't even yeah. know it was out already. Yeah, yeah so I, first, I, first they, I, they were showing off like a different uh, like video of that where they were shooting like some kind of monster with guns yeah, and then they yeah. turned it into a fishing game. And because of that change, people were like, what? What are you doing? Yeah. But uh, it sounds exciting if you tell, tell actually, what else yeah. about it. Did you, play, um, did you play Pro Fishing? Uh, the, the kind of game on – it's available no, on Rift. No, but- that's exactly like like I I don't like fishing games that much to be honest. I'm not very interested in, in fishing in the first place in VR, you know. Um, but having this, this is like spicing it up and making it like more well maybe mm. less casual, less yeah, calm. But the only know, disadvantage though is that like pro fishing. The thing that I found was really good about that. Like I used to hang out with a few people. Um, uh, Greg and Chris, just a few different, a few different other kind of VR content creators, and we just go out on a boat, 
and you'd just have like that lad chat. You'd have your beer on the Friday night. You'd be out fishing. And the coolest part about that is when you caught your fish, you could literally fill your boat up with fish. Like you'd be chucking them down. The physics were all screwed up. But you, looking down on a boat full of fish is really nice. This isn't like that. This is more like arcadey fish. So who's who's this going to appeal to? Is it going to appeal to like people that enjoy fishing or people that enjoy Final Fantasy? Yeah, I think it's arcade. Definitely more. fishing. Yeah, oh, like, okay. a, like yeah. Dick Wild, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I think it fits fits right along that one. Yeah, and it, how much is this one, uh, Zim? It was only ten. Do you know roughly? Yeah, it was only ten okay. ninety nine in pounds. So it's right, like right. 12, 30, around fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, it's not, just not, funny not, that it's like out for for over a year, I guess. Because no, it, no, no. It's, you know what? You know why we didn't know about it? Because it landed in late December. It was like sec twenty second of December. It landed on the PSVR right. store. Never, never heard anything about the launch at all. Like, yeah, I mean, me neither. I, I know it exists, and but I, I okay. Hmm. So there you go, one that swam under the radar. So <laughs> <laughs> next up, <laughs> have you been cooking Maybe, on that one? Uh, what, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> well, I haven't been doing that much. Uh, so yeah, I went to like uh, Germany, Hamburg to try out the uh, Tesla suit. I also met oh. our. Uh, uh, one of our guests from the podcast a long time ago, uh, Mark Barnes from uh, oh, Elevator yeah. to the Moon. Uh, they were yeah. uh, they were working on some some new creative stuff, uh, but he, they are like maybe going to announce something at Gamescom. We'll see. Um, mm-hmm. But that sounds uh, pretty awesome. Maybe uh, like an a DLC for Elevator to the Moon or. But it was funny. He was playing his his own game because he did the voices, right? So if you yep. play the Elevator to the Moon, you know that there's like an Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of voice in there. It's like the, the president or something. President uh, Rockmeyer. And the yeah. developer who made the game is doing the voiceovers. So he was yeah. there and he was playing his own game. And he, you could hear him talk in the game, but then he was doing the same voices again because he, he <laughs> it was so weird to just like see him play the game. And it was like, yeah, la, 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 like that. I was like, uh, what does not compute? And yeah, so I also tried the Tesla suit because that's why I came to Hamburg for the like, like in the first place. Um, but I will talk more about that. I know you guys are very curious, um, but yeah. Stay tuned. Cool. Um, and um, yeah, I haven't really played that much this week. I, I did some more American Dream because uh, people are still interested in, in seeing that. Game gets more and more broken the longer you play it. This took me like ages to record because it's broken, very broken. So seriously, like that's the funny part. Like in my review, I said like, don't buy it, but I'm still playing mm-hmm. it. It's just because people want to see a bad game on the channel for some reason. I mean, the dialogue yeah, yeah. is just the entertaining part of this game in a way, I guess, if you watch it, not if you play it. If you want to play yeah. something, if you... Um, and then, <laughs> exactly. um, yeah, that's that's about it, to be honest. Yeah, I played that, that multiplayer game with you, Mike, but maybe you can talk <laughs> about that yourself and... Uh, yeah. yeah, I will. I will mention uh, Gambate. Yeah, we can talk about that a little bit. But let's fire it over to Rowdy. See what uh, you've been up to this week. Yeah, I have, first. I have actually not played uh, many new titles. I've played uh, once again. Uh, I've talked about that in the last time as well. Uh, this time I, I tried like a different kind of build, uh, which was quite a neat because I, I've, it feels like I'm improving in the game, which is always always good. And then I played uh, Bam Squad. That was the the zombie game you mentioned in the beginning. Uh, it's a it's a fun little title, you know, like just to like. Um, I think it only contains like one level and you need to like survive as long as possible. Um, Fun title. And then I've played uh, another game which uh, cost me a lot of energy, which I'm not allowed to talk about, I guess. Uh, Although everyone already knows what we're talking about since everyone is playing it. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I played. I'm not going to 
go any more into detail than that now. So yeah, cool. Cool. Okay, like uh, so. So this week, uh, Nathy touched on it. Me and Nathy hooked up and uh, played a game together. We played a uh, Ganbate. Not hooked up in that way. As him, don't get too excited or jealous in either way. Um, but yeah, we, we basically whoa, 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 ate. Mike, we already had a hotel night together, so good. He trumps you in that stakes. I'm sorry, Nate. Um, but we uh, we ate a lot of sushi together as cats in space. <laughs> it was kind of like a throwaway title, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Basically, like the, the premise fish. of the game is <laughs> is to eat as much fish as you possibly can, more so than the other player. And basically, each plate has different colors, and they each represent different points. And then uh, you kind of have to build up combos by eating those colored plates or the specific types of fish. Uh, and it was it was kind of fun, but you know it's one of those throwaway arcade fun tiles. Um, but aside from that, the main one that I really want to talk about is called Rolling Line. Uh, we've mentioned it previously on the show before, and it's basically like a model train set simulator. Uh, yeah. um, so you can either start from scratch and build your own train set completely the way you want it, or you can just jump in and sort of explore and toy around with the uh, the world that the developers have already created for you. Uh, they've created some really cool environments, like one with a harbor, a little industrial area sort of bridges tunnels all sorts of really neat stuff that you can just play around with um you kind of like uh, navigate around the environment a bit like in brass tactics by sort of grabbing and just pulling yourself around which is a cool mechanic so it's really easy to sort of uh, move around the environment uh, but the cool thing is uh, you, you can um, build your sort of track and sort of put things where you want it and then you can go into first That's person dive down right as a little miniature person yeah and just ride the train yeah. and control it yourself wow so you could you could spend days or like weeks like building a, like a huge set like with scenery and tunnels and all sorts of cool stuff and then go right now it's time to finally ride it and then you can just jump in and be the conductor of the train and ride through the and environment you yourself uh, so you can control the speed and you can control the and tracks where they've like, got points wah, wah. where you can you can do the oh. one. Yeah. So uh, oh, that in nice. itself, you're like, yeah, this is this game. Also, amazing. funny fact is that the developer who made this train uh, game uh, also made Echo Grotto. That that exploring a game I, I talked about like ages ago on the podcast, mm. where you can just go into a grotto and you know. So he's he's like the same guy who made that. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I tried That's that game as well and. Um, the, the the thing I liked about it most was just getting into that that little cockpit in the front and just like sitting there and looking out the window. I did miss my dinosaurs. I'm not gonna lie. I was expecting dinosaurs in there. Huge <laughs> disappointed. But uh, the, the thing I don't really care about is like all the track building. It's I, I don't have the patience for doing that. So I'm hoping that there will be like some kind of community based kind of thing that you can upload like tracks on there and I can just download them and then yeah. just go sit in there and just look at them because then I'll definitely try it out more and. Uh, and I'll, I'll probably make a video of yeah. it anyway, but uh, yeah, it's it's a cool yeah, little yeah, title. that's true. It's got so much detail yeah. in it, like even the uh, night and day Very cycles nice. and weather effects are really good. Like if you actually put the train on at night and you put the lights on in the train and then hop back out again, when you see the train going in the dark, it just looks so cool. The lighting effects from the yeah. train look so cool. It, it looks really nice. It looks uh, really nice. Also the. Um, uh, the, if you do sunset mode, it's so beautiful because you can see like mm. the the hills and that yeah. kind of stuff, and like the sun like shines on through. I also like the thunder and the rain yeah. effects. Uh, it's a it's a really yeah, relaxing yeah, exactly. kind of title. <laughs> like 
this this game needs like a multiplayer race. You're like, hey, Mike, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm working today, you know, uh, in VR, yeah. and uh, see you about an hour, you know, at lunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can't miss my schedule. Stop. Um, but yeah, like that's the thing. Like you can also play it in um, pancake mode, like uh, normal mode, non VR, oh. and sort of really sort of build your environments that way. And then when you're ready, you could then jive, dive into VR and then experience it that's in great. virtual reality. So you can have it a non VR or VR, like wh- whichever way. Um, but it's available on Steam right now for ten ninety nine in British pounds, fourteen ninety nine in US dollars. And uh, yeah, I think like you said, uh, Rowdy, you know, some people are going to completely get consumed by this game, spend days and days building sets. But I would really like a feature as well where people can just upload what they've created and then you can go and experience it because yeah. some of these community tracks where people just dedicate their whole spare time that, yeah. to building something if really they, cool and they, interesting, they're going to be the best. I don't know if it's actually implemented already now, but if they, if they do it, so. that will be the main strong point for the game, I think, the, the sharing ability. Yeah, yeah. Is there a, yeah. a single-player to it? I mean, the game... Just by its looks, makes me immediately compare to Conductor, which is a great yeah. little uh, indie train conductor puzzle game. But it, it's, it's a completely yeah. different. So it's just, just a building simulator, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. Conductor is more yeah. like a like a detective kind of puzzle game, while uh, this mm. is more really like the simulator builder kind of style still. Exactly, this is yeah. more roller coaster tycoon, isn't yeah. it? You know, because you can yeah, ride it's your own like. But like the serious version, you know, like if you just don't have the space in your house to have a train set everywhere, <laughs> which no one has, then this is the the time you well, can sort I of relive. Had, I had, like when I was a kid, I had like a Lego train, like a big one, you know, with all kinds of. You did? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I don't need this VR game. <laughs> <Yeah. I'm> just... <laughs> Boiled? I'm spoiled. Yeah, of course. Well, I had to buy my own money, okay? I had to like wait for like a year or two to be able to buy it. So no rowdy, <laughs> not spoiled, okay? <laughs> okay. I, I also I asked the chat to see what uh, they were playing. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I haven't seen a lot of VR games in there, though, to be honest. I've seen that uh, Fortnite train simulator is awesome. So uh, there have been play, uh, people playing... Um, How's it called now again? Rolling line. Rolling line. Uh, but people have been playing Fortnite. Yeah, Get Fortnite, out of the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and Paradise has been playing something really weird. He was a Jedi disposing of pesky box bots. No idea what that is. Uh, Echo Grotto. Uh, cool as well. Yeah. 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 Abduction. No, Abduction. no God of War? Is that already like uh, old school now? Okay. Yeah. I don't talk about it anymore. No, I don't talk it's, about it's my mistress on the side. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's start off with some small news this week. Uh, first up is Star Wars Holochess. If you've ever dreamed of playing Holochess on the Millennium Falcon with Chewbacca, well, now you can. Well, kind of. You can play it in your living room with your cat or your dog or whatever. It's, it's close enough. You know, you can play Star Wars. The Jedi Challenges application on iOS has recently integrated with ARKit. So now you can play uh, Jedi Challenges for free without the actual Lenovo Mirage headset. And uh, you can just enjoy uh, Hollow Chess in your living room or wherever you want to play it on the train. Uh, so like straight from your iPhone. Available on iOS, did you say? Yeah, for free right now. Oh, so I, uh, I love AR yes. games now. I fucking bought into it. <laughs> but so it's not chess. That I like took a second shot. That's awesome. Yeah, so th- this is the thing. Like Jedi Challenges was uh, a Lenovo AR headset and an application for iOS and Android. So you downloaded the application, you put your phone in the headset, and then you could sort of do uh, AR lightsaber battles with like Kylo Ren and Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. It released around uh, the time of. Um, 
the uh, the Last Jedi, uh, and so there was a lot of hype around the movie, and yeah. that kind of promoted the headset as well. Uh, but it was it was a bit sort of gimmicky, to be honest, and it was quite expensive. It was 189 quid, uh, about sort of 150 US dollars, and uh, it just. For, for a one-off experience, it just seemed a bit too expensive, to be honest. But recently, because obviously, I don't know if it sold very well or not, but uh, they recently integrated ARKit into the Apple version. So if you've got iOS, then you can download Jedi Challenges and play the hollow chess part of the game for free. Obviously, you still won't be able to do the lightsaber battles and stuff. That's sort of locked to the headset itself. Yeah. But the hollow chess part of it, you will be able to experience. But it's not chess, though. Oh, that's really it's good. not chess. I mean, it's a circle with... Oh. Well, no, no. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, did you, what's the uh, what's the Star, Star Trek equivalent? The one with like the the 4D chess board? Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I don't know how it's called, but that is not it either, right? I don't know. If I'm not. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, did any of any one of us try this headset? No. no. None <laughs> of us were stupid enough to buy one. Right? <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Single one of the four of us. Have I didn't even know about it. it. It's funny. Before you guys mentioned it. It's funny because I went into to pc world the other day and they've got like stacks of them <laughs> in yeah. there on discount mike trust me promise you it will be on sale for like 20 quid it, see if it was if it was 20 quid to 50 quid i would yeah. probably buy one because it comes oh, with an actual lightsaber like uh, with a, a a sort of thing on it that gets tracked with the headset sorry sorry, sorry. so extra lightsaber or a lightsaber mm. a lightsaber not a full one just the handle with a little you light on the top people it. Into no, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> it's, it's a nub, a lightsaber nub. <laughs> I, I, I haven't, I haven't tried it. But when I when I saw people playing around with it and I heard the stories, I was like, "This is too expensive for what yeah, are I." Are you gonna make more stuff for yeah. it, or is it only going to be this? No, no, nope. just this. Who came just this one off this? And that's that's yeah. why I thought it was way we, too expensive. We need expensive. to look like yeah. who recently got fired for <laughs> coming up with this, because it's. But they are still everywhere in the stores. I I, I see them yeah. like on, on a daily basis. They are still laying around, everywhere. and they they didn't change in price either. Like they're still pretty expensive. Uh, Watch for clearance. I'll tell you, any uh, time in the next quarter, that's going to happen. The Star Trek chess is just three D chess. Uh, oh. That's how it's called. Yeah, boring name. I know it's not very futuristic. Yeah. So there you go. If you've got an iPhone, Thanks, then you can go and check that for yeah. free. But if you're on Android, I don't believe it is because obviously Android doesn't have AR kit involved. No. So you just have to have it with the headset, unfortunately. Sorry. Android is too hipster for uh, for Star Wars, apparently. Yeah. Hipster confirmed. <laughs> sorry, Rowdy. Yeah, sorry, Rowdy. Oh, uh, you can come yeah. to my house and try it. With the <laughs> Apple iPhone watches. Hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> Are you anyway. licking your phone? I know you're right now. Someone salty. <laughs> salty rowdy. Right. So let's move on. Uh, talking about the Vive Pro. So we've discussed this plenty on the podcast uh, over the previous episodes. But this week we're talking about the Vive Pro bundle. So if you're interested in picking up a Vive Pro but don't own a Vive already and you've been holding out for the Vive Pro, you'll be pleased to know that you can now pick up one as a bundle. So if you've sold a kidney recently or you've inherited a, a load of money, <laughs> then uh, you know, you're know you going to be in the prime situation to pick one up. So you can pick it up for $1,099. <laughs> so that includes the Vive Pro uh, base stations and controllers, but get this they're going to be 1.0 controllers and 1.0 base stations they're not the new ones so just be warned wait, about wait, that wait 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 no, no are you kidding me yes. i thought they were no, 2.0 no, no, no. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Mike. No, no, no. Mike, what are nope. you doing? Now, now the excitement yeah. dropped for me. I'm, uh... Yeah, sorry, guys. Really? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I did the research today on the uh, on the Vive website, both the US and the UK site. And uh, they say, yeah, this is the Vive Pro bundle. And then you go to the checkout and it's like, yeah, these are base stations yeah, 1.0 and controller 1.0 yeah but wait 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 uh, wait. i saw i was looking on like some shops and stuff like the japanese one because that's where they first like uh, uh like saw the uh, bundle popping up and, and i saw like a picture of like 2.0 base stations same. i saw that yeah yeah, yeah. so you're seeing that and then you buy it but then you need to read the small text and then yeah or is yeah, it exactly. japan only well, where you can buy like the new base stations maybe it is just japan only because the the new base stations and the new controllers don't feature on the vive website for the us and the uk yet um so like i say it's, it's 1099 dollars uh, or 1048 pounds in the uk um oh that's not the same can... bundle yeah that's that's a different bundle mike so that means that's the reduced priced vive pro package but there is there is alternatively what they announced a week ago was i think it was uh 1000 Three hundred ninety nine dollars for including right. the in the two point oh trackers. The new ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Mm. So I didn't see that when I did the research. Um, sure. But if that's the I case, then, then, uh, then, then sure. Road to VR made an article about it. Uh, Vive Pro bundle with two point base station and controllers now available for one thousand four hundred dollars. Okay. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, so you're right. So that must be the case. So if you want the Vive Pro with the old kit, yeah. the 1.0 stations yeah. and the 1.0 controllers, that's 1099 US dollars, 1048 pounds. If you want it with the Vive Pro with the new 2.0 controllers and 2.0 stations, then like Rowdy just said, that's $1,400 and probably be around about 1300 pounds. In the chat, what the difference is between 1.0 and 2.0. Volume. So the two... So the 2.0, yeah, you, the, the tracking volume is greater. Um, so now you can have a much larger play space uh, than before. In terms of the actual details, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but yeah, you, you essentially can increase, yeah. increase your play space. You no longer get brain cancer from the lasers <laughs> every night you look at them. Oh, God. Having to pick that out. <laughs> I can't believe you still they say here that SteamVR, the, the 2.0 base stations, uh, included large tracking volumes of 10 by 10 meters. So the 2.0 base are compatible with existing right. vibes since they use a different matter of... It's of huge. I need, yeah. I need a bigger house. It's, it's warehouse scale <laughs> yeah. VR tracking. It's beautiful. But or, I, think it's I, I have to say this because we talked about the trackers and there was a patch that came in and I was using my Vive for like a year without realizing this small detail. So in case anyone else out there didn't know this, if you leave them powered on, I think it's after you exit Steam that they power down now. Whereas in the past, you had to switch them on. So I literally had as a, Steam, a stream setup step, go uh, turn on my base stations. But you don't have to do that right. anymore. So Right, right. Uh, interestingly, I was I was talking to uh, Rue, uh, Stefan from the Live team, and he was talking about the trackers as well. And he was saying that recently, the update to the trackers, they've removed the USB port. So now, yeah. uh, unfortunately, you can't power them off like a, a peripheral. So say you someone designs a really cool gun, you can't put a tracker on it that powers itself from the gun anymore because they've re removed the USB port, uh, the auxiliary USB port to do that. So uh, oh. it's, it's, Sorry, these yeah. are the are these the cup trackers that people put on their feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently so. Yeah, yeah. So you used to be able to like integrate them with other devices, but now you, apparently you can't do that anymore. You just can just oh. charge them that way. Um, but that's just something. Does he know why they did that? No. Okay. No idea. No idea. He. No idea. 
no idea. It seems a strange move, really, because that's kind of the way it was going, like people making peripherals to be using with the trackers, right? That would make sense and that they could power off each other. Yeah. That would, uh, yeah. you know, make sense. But So point of clarification then, I think I said the word trackers when I meant base stations. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I, so, no, I, mean, I, was already, I was looking in my head like a, a gun with like a base station on top. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was <laughs> like sorry. to say. Sorry. Is this something yeah. new? <laughs> when you say trackers, I, I mean the vibes. <laughs> you have like base stations everywhere. It looks kind of sci-fi. <laughs> you can block your suit, right? like, Just pinging lasers You're going to shoot lasers, you know? <laughs> take, take that down the club. Right. So uh, talking about clubs, you can join the poker club now. And that is uh, Poker VR. A great title from Gear VR is coming to Oculus Go and the Oculus Rift. Uh, so this is a really cool social game. Like I, I recently jumped in and checked it out for myself for the first time. And there's tons of people playing this right now. You can sort of go into sort of low stakes uh, tables or high stakes tables. And it's not with any real money. It's just all virtual money. So you can kind of go a bit crazy, go real sort of all out on a, on a blowout session. Um, but also just like chat to people while you're playing poker and it's actually a really cool environment it's got a really cool community behind it as well um but yeah the rumor is that they're bringing it to the oculus rift finally because it's been absent from the rift uh and only been a gear vr title up until now obviously it will be coming out on the, the oculus go as well um but also in uh, vr la which is uh, coming up very soon on the 4th to the 5th of may there's a pro player that's going to be playing uh, poker vr right Zim, you know yeah. about this guy? Yeah, so uh, Phil Helmuth. And uh, just to confirm here, just in case people are a bit like, well, hang on a second. He said it was only available on... So Poker VR was actually a rebranding of Casino VR, which was originally intended to have Texas Hold'em, then Blackjack, then a whole bunch of other things. So what they did right. was, after about two years live, and actually the top grossing app on the gear, um, which, is a, which is a huge thing, um, you know, they they decided to kind of rebrand, which I think is sensible because they've kind of decided decided we're going to stay as a poker game. Uh, so poker mm-hmm. VR was their rebrand, and VRLA they've got Phil Helmuth, who um, who is a, a very big, very well known poker player. If you play poker, you'll definitely know the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's going to be playing in the game. They actually did something like this for one of their launches about a year ago, where they had right. in Vegas a table set up with gears or rifts around the table, and then you could play with the players live. And there was a big championship. Um, yeah. Actually, we didn't do too bad. I think I got second or third in that tournament against uh, for for the Rift because they were giving a Rift away for free uh, about nice. a year about a year show, ago. And so show me your, your it, poker face, in. Show me your poker face. My poker face. <laughs> 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 that doesn't look like a poker face so, to me. <laughs> so is this is this game still in development? Because uh, like if 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 yes. you if you talk about uh, the fact that you can not really win anything in game, then that's kind of strange. Because in the end, you want to go to a poker game where you can win some serious money, of course. So well, there is leaderboards, so it's all about leaderboards, and like they have prizes for the top people that hit um, the top of the leaderboards. So they do but, do uh, prizes for people, yeah. But but in in the end, do they do want to have like like maybe a, a a casino where you can actually like? I don't know because like gambling. Money. I don't know. Do you really want to promote some sort of like gambling site? I, I don't know. Like uh, no, but I don't I know, like, regulations get in the way. That's the problem. That's, yeah. Well, they, especially they, now, especially yeah. now with gambling, but. I was wondering because I mean that that's usually what you think of, you know. You, you, you want to you want to be with the whole the high rollers and, and bet some serious cash. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not very good at. at, at wait, 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 Show me your poker face, Nathy. Uh, okay. Yeah, don't, don't don't go poker. Don't go do poker. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. 
You like, like this, this is my ad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 you can't do the mini-me thing. No. Yeah. The guy no. passed away. Rip. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there you have it. Poker VR is coming to the <laughs> Oculus Rift uh, really soon. It is a cool game, so if you're interested, that uh, you Very can check good. that out. Uh, but also, more excitedly, you can obviously check it out on the Oculus Go, and I think that's where it's going to be a real hit. I was going to say, Mike, for the for about six months, it was my favorite social app. It's mm. it's amazing. It's very very yeah. good. If you haven't, even if you don't know poker, it's a very friendly yeah. community to get into and learn how to play hold'em. Nice. Yeah, oh. absolutely, absolutely. So, talking about another thing that's coming soon, that is awesome. Uh, you need to put this date in your diaries because Beat Saber is due for release on Steam and Oculus on Tuesday the what 1st day? of May. Now, we can't say... This week! Uh, we can't say any more than that other than no? just put it in your diaries. What? And just trust us oh. to put it in your diaries because we can't talk about it, unfortunately. Uh, it's still under embargo, but it's coming out on but, the 1st. Okay. I, w- I want to do say... No, okay, never mind. Yeah. I'm going to say one thing. Shut your mouth. Sure. Shut your <laughs> I'm going to say one thing for sure. No, 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 it don't. They will never live it down. Beat Saber spells Saber feckin' wrong. They got it wrong. They should have gone cool and gone R-E, not E-R at the end. Yeah, I was, conf- I was confused. Can I talk about that? Can I talk about the title of this game? Am I allowed, Mike? Can I do that? Can you, can you check the... No. The terms and but conditions? I, I was also confused about that because I was I was tweeting some 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 Beat Saber uh, with like ER and then people were like, uh, Saber. I was like, uh, am I saying something wrong here or, you know? So what, 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 what is the Isn't deal with that? Uh, UK I mean? English and American English? Yes, that's the yes. difference. So oh, in, okay. in, the U, in the US, it, it, you would pronounce or you would spell Saber, S-A-B-E-R. Yeah. Whereas the posh way... UK way, the right way to do it is S A B R E. So anyway, it's oh, so you need your own name again because you're living on an island. Okay, yeah, don't be jelly. All right, um, but also the other cool thing about Beat Saber is that they've recently uh, sort of um, what, how does it pronounce? How to say it? They've taken the copyright off all the tracks. So if you yeah, upload a video playing it, very nice. Then you're not going to get a copyright claim, which is super, super well helpful done. for content creators. Well I have to say. So thank you. There to are the not many fans. developers that really and like. It's not know. crappy music. No. No. And because it's not crappy music, you can actually buy the soundtrack, which is going to be available on the first as well. Oh, so there you have it. So, so, so no Jumanji soundtracks. <laughs> you can sound no beat, Jumanji you can soundtrack. Sound beat Saber as much as you want while you're playing it, though. It really helps. Oh, that's yeah. nice. And I recommend you do that. I like Definitely. that. <laughs> what um, is it? The new Super Hot? <laughs> beat Saber. Well. <laughs> So also coming out on the 1st of May, which is another reason to put this date in your diary, it's going to be super important as well, is that Facebook are doing their F8 conference. So this is where the Oculus Go is rumored to be released. So this is going to be really interesting as well. So check out uh, Beat Saber, but also have a look out for the live F8 keynote that's going to be on uh, the Tuesday as well, the 1st of May. Uh, The keynote is actually running from the 1st to the 2nd, but I would say that if they're going to announce something big like this, it's more likely to happen on the first which is going to be tuesday uh the keynote actually takes place at 10 a.m in san jose um which is going to be 6 p.m uk time and 7 p.m in europe thing, you guys so what i related to this topic sorry? and the previous yeah. one i really hope that they bring uh, beat saber to a mobile platform yeah it's going to be difficult though with yeah. go with one, the, control, one controller only you could 
But with one hand, you can just use your 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 head. You can use your head to like slash things. Even a mobile game where you had to swipe with your actual fingers. Like I've seen a demo of that somewhere. A little bit like Fruit Ninja. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I I saw a demo of that somewhere, so that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, back to uh, F8. Uh, that is being held at the McHenry Convention Center, which is where Oculus uh, Connect 4 was held. And it holds a special place in my heart because that was the first time me and Zim... Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Me and Zim first. First. I saw... You always remember your first time, Rowdy. You just don't forget that. <laughs> I, I, I saw them yeah. disappearing into the bathroom together, so I don't know what happened afterwards. But then they became best friends, so... <laughs> and, and now he's on the show. <laughs> so whatever he did worked. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Like hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, it's going to be a case of like, here's the Oculus Go. We've yeah. talked about it before, and you can buy one right now. And they're going to pull an Oprah Winfrey and give oh. everyone in the crowd one for free. Like, look under your seat. You're all going to have one. Everyone's going to have a wild yeah. party, and then we're going to be riding the Oculus Go for anyone the next go? few months. Facebook, uh, no. no, no. Oculus Connect is, is interesting, I guess, but uh, yeah, we'll see. But what I'm hoping, how it's getting announced, like in a spectacular way with fireworks, and then then uh, Palmer Lucky is back, and then he's like dressed up in, in his Japanese cosplay, and then he's the one that announced. Go. And then he's also <laughs> telling people that they 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 don't they are not going to call it the Oculus Go anymore. It's gonna be the 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 Oculus Lucky. <laughs> That's your uh, vision. Let's hope that. That's my dream. Yeah. As long as he invites a dino. I'm super. I, I am super (laughs) enthused about this, though. I mean, this headset. I think it's the biggest drop this year. That we know. Oh, without without doubt, in my mind. I don't think anything else is going to dent in the same way that this is. I don't think Vibes coming with anything. I think Oculus is coming with anything. Who comes out? Who knows? Yeah, but that's not going to – I mean, like, that's not accessible, right? That's just also, like also, I think the Focus will uh, also get, get sold in, um, but it's for developers only. It's not really a consumer thing yet. So, yeah, you're right. There is not that much going on yet. Yeah. We don't know. Maybe there is something secret. Oh, yeah. well, we are, we are going to talk about news, but that's, again, not for this year. So I'm really thinking – because, like, when they announced the two things at Oculus Connect 4, they're – like the price drop in the Rift makes that more accessible. And then they announced a $200 headset. And the fact that we've heard very positive reports about the lenses, about the the, the Fresnel, uh, not Fresnel, sorry, what's the word I'm thinking? Foveated rendering that's fixed. So you actually get yeah. great performance out of, if, if you haven't looked this up, look up the technical way that they're making games run very well on the go. It is yeah. brilliant. It gets me super excited about this and future headsets using the same yeah. technology. It's definitely yep. a step forward. Yep, absolutely, it's absolutely. just kind of merging like uh, mobile so, and uh, you know the the high end uh, kind of gameplay. Oh, like that. oh yeah, yeah. Because the resolution of the Go is actually yeah, higher yeah. than the Rift. Yeah, you know that looks <laughs> pretty incredible. Also, uh, John Westra says that there uh, is also like a, a Pico yeah. coming out. Pico, Pico, Pico. I don't know how yeah. you pronounce yeah. it, but uh, yeah, the Pico, the headset, yeah. exactly. But the other thing, Mike, you just said it. The the lenses. The thing that I I can't wait to get back into stepping back away from Fresnel lenses because Fresnel yeah. lenses come with God, God rays and yeah, going yeah. back to like a DK2 equivalent headset, but with mm. the better 
resolution. Uh, yes, you know, personals, you know, I, yeah, exactly. Come on, first, first, first lenses have their advantages and disadvantages, I guess. I mean, the, the, there's a good reason why they chose to go with Fresnel. And I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I still prefer like the, the PlayStation VR out of all of them. I still prefer that one, but it has a very, very small sweet spot. And the moment mm. that you look away a little bit and it gets blurry, but as soon yeah. as, as long as you like keep on looking straight, but yet it's that, there's that yeah. pupil swim yeah. that they describe, I guess. I huh? like, you know, you, you, you have yeah. certain advantages and certain disadvantages and you need to choose somewhere. And you of course want to like, you know, make sure that the masses don't get motion sick or that the masses get a, get a good experience. <laughs> uh, the and that's why you can mod your headset nowadays yeah, yeah you can um, so talking about modding your headset and being modular the Pimax let's talk about that because the Pimax has recently been delayed um, but if you're not aware of this headset already let me give you a bit of a background story so uh, Pimax are a Chinese company that first launched a VR headset way back in 2016. It was called the Pimax 4K. Kind of didn't really make any impact and uh, wasn't really well regarded in terms of uh, sort of like a, a premium headset uh, and kind of got left by the wayside a little bit. Then in uh, September uh, 2017, Pimax, the company, launched a Kickstarter campaign for the Pimax 8K. So it was a headset that had 4K dis uh, two 4K displays in it. So you got the resolution of uh, 3,840 by 2,160 per eye. Uh, and to put that into perspective, that's twice, roughly twice the resolution of the Vive Pro. So it's legit in terms of like clarity in terms of display. And uh, also, the, the the main selling point of this headset uh, was the field of view, right? Because the field of view of the Pimax 8K is like 200 degrees. So it's really, really huge field of view. Uh, you know, the, the Vive and the Rift both have a field of view of 110. So you're almost doubling the field of view. Uh, and that can make a big difference in terms of immersion and that kind of thing as well. Um, because we haven't really experienced it so far, it, you don't really understand how big a game changer that can be. But And I haven't tested it personally, but I know that once you've tried something, like that it's going to be very difficult to take a step back then um, because our natural field of view is actually 220 degrees um, so it's quite close to our natural sort of field of view roughly um, but these high-end displays are touted to reduce the screen door effect and text and images in the headset look really clear and sharp. Uh, they had sort of stretch goals for modules, you know, because they wanted to make the whole headset modular. So they had like wireless modules, hand tracking, eye tracking, cooling fans, and even like a, a scent uh, enabling module so you could actually have smells and stuff <laughs> it went it went a bit crazy the the campaign did super well like they got funded like almost four just over four million dollars plus, plus um, they got and, uh, uh, series a funding another 15 million huh? so yeah so they, they got a shit ton of money shed ton of money and uh you know i actually backed it myself you know like i backed uh the uh, the bundle version so it was like 799 dollars for the 8k headset mm base stations and controllers um and initially they said the launch date was going to be january so this was they launched it in september the kickstarter and they said you're going to be shipping these two backers in january this year obviously i don't have my 8k headset right now and uh, the date was pushed back and then they said oh okay you'll get the headset but you're not going to get your controllers and you're not going to get your base stations and i was like what the heck <laughs> like what am i going to do with just an 8k headset i can't do anything with this but they were like don't worry you know if you've got a vive then you can use vive base stations and vive controllers i was like well i don't have one of those either so i'm kind of screwed either way um but then they said uh it's going to be pushed back even further and then this week again they said it's going to be delayed again so 
Let's talk about the delay first and why this is all happening. So apparently this is all due to the lenses because the lenses in the headset are having to be retooled, apparently. The original uh, lens design wasn't quite right, so they had to retool the whole lenses from scratch again. And uh, if you ever see the, the Pimax 8K headset and you actually look at it, you'll, you'll know why. And it's because these lenses are so long uh, and they're a really strange shape as well. And I would imagine that's to accommodate this super wide field of view, right? Uh, because the lenses in like the Rift and the Vive and other, every other headset pretty much is sort of like an, a slightly uh, circle sort of shape or a little bit oval to, uh, you know, uh, that sort of shape. Yeah. But these are kind of more like teardrop sort of yeah. uh, shape design. So it must be a really difficult lens to get right. Um, but I'm pleased that they are going to the extra effort of it making sure It is worrying though if they're so still I at this, that. you know, they, they were supposed to be shipping that still at this point in time, they're messing around with the lenses, which is such a crucial part. I mean, I hope they get it right. I mean, I think it's important that they, that they invest a lot of money and research and R&D in this, but at the same time, it's a little bit worrying to see that they're still so far in are still messing with such a crucial part of their of their ad set i think mm, yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely and it's funny because um they are sending some headsets out next month in may they're sending out 10 units uh which they're calling m1 prototype units uh to select backers for closed beta testing so these 10 people are going to basically decide whether or not that this is a good enough but, version but did they, to be released to consumers. So they, so they need their own like uh, consumers yeah. to test it for them. Didn't they have like a team to test this in the first place? I'm, I, I wonder. I wonder. Um, this is the thing. Like they've got a, a really sort of. Um, active community you know they've got like forums yeah, uh, where yeah, you know the, the backers can talk to each other and also talk to the developers directly and give them feedback and uh, some of the power users from those forums have been selected to be the testers for the prototypes you know these are people that have got a lot of experience potentially in vr um to give them critical feedback but to at what the they same time it's kind of weird release. that they're sending it out to their most vocal users then or the most present users because if you want someone to be critical of your headset and be like critically evaluating wouldn't it be smarter to be sending it to someone who's like experienced with all these kind of different uh optometrics and all that kind of stuff than someone who's backing a i mean i don't know maybe they've done that maybe they've done that already like the internal testing is done they're happy with it but they just want the the final consumer since since they announced that they haven't been very very open to give it to someone you know they were always like involved with that in a way of course they they demoed it at at several conventions they gave it to tested and some other websites but they were always closely involved it's and of course you should because they were prototypes um yeah, I don't know. It, 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 as Rowdy said, it sounds kind of strange to send it to like 10 people. And I also heard some stuff about uh, if they want to say something about it, then they should do it on their forums and they, they, they sign a very specific embargo regarding that. But that's, yeah. I, I don't know, like I'm not so, one of those people. I, I think the, uh-huh. the design itself, like the, the elongated shape, and I saw that Nimso was commenting on that as well. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a weird design because it like, it sticks out of your... Of your of your head a bit, huh? you have that. And what I already have, and I saw that people like Nimzo had that as well. When you're playing a game yeah. and you swipe along your head, which you do quite often actually, yeah. and I even Watch I've it. already hit my I find oh, the five yeah. way too build bulky for that because I, I occasionally hit it. The, the rift is much compacter in that; it's yeah. much much smaller. But if you stick it out even more, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna hit. 
You're going to clock it. Mm. Yeah, you're going to be clocking it repeatedly, and that kind of an impact can fracture I mean, the screen I, as well. I don't know how they... Yeah, it's interesting. I never, yeah. I never even considered that. Yeah, before. I, I did consider it when I when I. That's why I find it a weird design. But I, I saw Nimso commenting on, on it as well, and you know, it's 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 a weird design choice, and I don't know if it's if it's going to be that practical, but. I think it has to be that that way designed though, because to accommodate yeah. these like four K screens, right? Yeah, it looks like a hammerhead shark almost. That's kind of but, the way uh, I always uh, so, see it in my mind. So, Mike, um, I I saw some news this week about them dropping the uh, uh, refresh rate as well, right? That's right, exactly that. So also in the update, when they sort of announced that they were going to delay it, they said the original refresh rate of 85 hertz was going to be reduced to 80 hertz. Now, to put that into perspective, both the Vive and the Rift use 90 hertz uh, you know, as part of their uh, product. So as part of the M1 test, they're saying to the, the people that are testing it, is 80 hertz good enough for a consumer release? But it's 72 uh, so on the go, right? That's another important piece. So it's 72 hertz but- on the go. 72 hertz. But is it the same? Because they they, they often use like a a sort of like doubling as well to get to that certain, I mean, I I don't know the specifics of this, but refresh rates are something really, really tricky. Like, you know, because you can buy a TV with like a refresh rate of like 250, but they use like some kind of technology that they actually need to display only like 50, but they like double it themselves and they call it like some kind of weird technology that they invent, but it's all the kind of the same thing. So refresh rates are something, it it is something very crucial, but very you can't really trust a manufacturer when they say like, oh, we have this this amount of refresh rate. It's it's a bit, nah, I don't know. Yeah. And like Zim mentioned, you know, the, the Oculus Go is touted to use 72 uh, hertz refresh rate. And from everyone we've spoken to, you know, they say that it's a great device and they don't, no one's ever complained about the refresh rate, put it that way. So maybe 80 hertz is just fine. But this is the thing, like, it's like the old sort of like 1080p days, like when we just talk about numbers, when in reality, does it really make a huge difference? Mm. That's that's the key. Because, you know, like we could, we say like, you know, it's almost twice the resolution of the Vive Pro. And as we all know, having tried the Vive Pro, it's, it's a step forward. Yeah, it's great, but it's not like amazingly different. Do you know what I mean? So th- this is what I mean. Like, don't get caught up in the numbers too much, although yeah. I'm sort of telling you the numbers. You uh, yeah. have to be like hands-on really to see if it really makes I think the, really the major feat for them is the increase of field of view. Yeah. That is the... Because I, I, if uh, I could have the, the, the Vive, the original Vive resolution and a, a larger field of view, I think that'd be way, way nicer than having, uh, you know, an enormous big... Uh, be kind of uh, uh, cost attached to the to the to the lenses or whatever. Oh, yeah, they they just just hop hop uh, like they skip a yeah. few uh, steps uh, that that are going to get taken in, in in the future, you know. But I don't know. It's like we have been talking about the Pimax a lot on this podcast, and and every time it's getting delayed, and and it's well every time it's like the second time actually. Um, but it's like you know when are you going to deliver something? Like, I, I think that that's also like the, the backers are also asking that, like, okay, so now you delayed it again. What does this yeah. mean for us? You know, like, uh, yeah. But this is know. the thing with Kickstarter as well. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I've never actually had a Kickstarter arrive on time. I never. Ever. No, like, never. Like, never. my. No, well, I've I've had good and bad. To be fair, like my wife though, she uh, recently backed uh, a set of Cocoon headphones, which are ones that you can sleep in because she likes to listen to music in a in, when she's asleep. But they were supposed to arrive like late last year, and they're still not here yet. So it's just kind of one of those things with Kickstarters. You have to be aware that 
you know, chances are it's going to be delayed. Yeah. You know? Let's just hope that if the Pim- let's hope if the Pimax arrives that it just works with almost every game you want to play. I mean, that's that's the most important part, and it looks nice, of course. That, that, that is one absolutely. thing I got, for example, from absolutely. I think an Indiegogo or Kickstarter. Are we allowed to show this? On I, also I just want this design quite this funny, like, uh, but it's, it's it's basically it's headphones. That's what they are. Like, and the, the design looks oh, really nice, and they 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 advertise this on like all of the social media. It was like the new thing, and it was only like a hundred euros or something. Just doesn't work. Doesn't work. Like it, it, the Bluetooth, oh, like man. it drops out the entire time. So, eh, Kickstarters. You could always use it as yeah, the way that I, me I and Zim looked at it and thought it could be used. <laughs> Uh, for the audio listeners, it's, it's a very um, <laughs> phallic type shape. <laughs> but there we go. But in some positive news, talking about the uh, the Pimax before we move on, is that they did show off their new controller design yeah, they recently. Yeah. They, they had a, a video, a YouTube video up showing the new sort of revised design because initially they were using the sort of like a, a Vive wand type design, looked like a complete ripoff of the Vive ones. Then they went with a Knuckles controller design because the I Knuckles was all hyped at the time. There's a trend here, Mike. I don't mind trend yeah. doing that. I mean, if, if and now they've got a good design, circle. by all means, copy it if it's yeah. if it's if it's nice. You know, just make it better. Yeah, so, but but they went for the touch pad instead touch of uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah it looks like the touch controllers now. It's like a mix. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is a real sort of mix. But, you know, because this thing is modular, like they've always touted from the beginning, if you don't like these controllers, you can but just that, use the Vive such ones, a weird, you know, for example. That's such a weird that's strategy, right. you know, if you're going to start mixing things from different third parties. I mean, even on a, if you if you build a PC, you already need to make sure that, you're, that your parts kind of, I mean, not, not that much, but you can have problems if you like mix brands together and stuff like that. So I find oh, yeah. it such a weird strategy from yeah. a company that, that wants to make the best headset out of the best that you offer like a, a modular design. No, yeah. aim for that pro-consumer market and only make one product. See, see I actually disagree. Like, oh, I, I like actually that. really like know, the modular like design. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I like not, it. But yeah. for a first uh, generation Pimax design, I, uh, it makes me do it later. Do it like when you have a backing, yeah. when you have like those modules that you can bring those modules out yourself, right. that you can like reiterate them. But don't be mixing with Vive and Oculus, and yeah. I don't know what they'll do. Out the gates. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to have, like, the Pimax 8K headset, if it's good, um, the touch controllers, yeah. and then the Vive tracking stations. That would be my sort of, like, uh, ice cream mix of, uh, of, of VR. Yeah. But, yeah, so there uh, we have it. The, I mean, Mike, uh, do you still – are you still back in this thing? Do you still have your chips in the in the game? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've already paid my money for it. Like, every, like the thing, when when the backing closes, you, you pay your money then. So everyone's money's locked in right now. No, you so, can back well. out. The guy, the guy behind it, he was being interviewed by Rev Kyle, and he said, if anyone right. wants a refund, you, you email me. I will get you your refund. And yes, if it was so, me in that position right now, I'd be bloody, bloody backing out because this looks like a train wreck to mm-hmm. me, to be honest. See, I'm still super intrigued. Like, uh, I, I almost just want it just so I can check it out yeah. myself what and I have find. that hands-on impression. Like, oh, you know? wait, wait, wait. So um, how does this work? Like, when you when you buy something on, on, like, Kickstarter, you agree with certain terms from the one that sells it they, to you, right? Or are there nothing? Like, how does this work? Let's say if you, if you let's say the, Vive, the, the Pimax comes out, okay, and you don't like it, 
Did, did, did they say anything about no, you, like you can't because usually no, you have like that's 30 not, that's days not the thing with the kickstarter for example this as well you you agree that they sent you a product but if the product is not working as intended then it's not that easy just to get a refund because they still sent you the product but Nathie's right consumer rights in the eu are protected you know yeah like i have 30 but days you're not you think about a product on kickstarter and i can that's the thing you're not buying you're backing you're backing you're basically donating money to get something developed that's a completely different thing. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. you don't yeah, buy yeah. it directly. No, it's indirect, Nathy. So what's happening is you're yeah. backing you're backing them, and then they're saying, yeah. "And here's a reward." That's yeah. how they get out of that. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. That's uh, very smart. Yeah. So uh, I could I could have a very expensive <laughs> no, brick coming. I still think they can't do that. They can't do that. I mean, it has happened before though on Kickstarter. Right? Not not to worry yeah. you that, but uh, I, I don't oh, think yeah, yeah. No, I don't think that that will happen. I still think that the Pimax is going to come. So so to so to so to loop back, why did they do the Kickstarter again? Just because it's a it's a good way of uh, you know funding a project and also uh, creating a, a lot of hype and buzz around a product. A product but as they well. they already yeah. they already had the money, right? To possibly possibly so more yeah. like to have pre-orders in. Yeah, yeah, essentially pre-orders. That's that's almost. What are they doing? Yeah. It's it's it's, yeah. it's like th- this whole thing. It becomes bigger and bigger, and as 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 Zim said, it can be a train, like an explosion. It, it can be the most epic thing ever we have ever seen in the VR industry. Yeah. That's the thing. Who like, is this whole hype becomes bigger and bigger, and and yeah. I, I still, for me, it's also like a 50-50 thing. Um, yeah. But I'm like, oh, just 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 launch it already and let's see what happens yeah. Nathan, that's right I, I, just, I just hope for the best okay i hope for the best because like i'm sure a lot of people spend so much money on this and they they worked also hard for that money and they put it in something that can be very nice and beautiful and can give you the best experience ever but i, I don't freaking know like i haven't tried it i would love to try it i said it before like we would love to check it out if pimax is interested and and wants us to show it as well so we have less doubts about this then we are open for that. But uh, they they seem to like to use their own community now to test it. And that's cool. You know, that's fine. But let's say if the press release is there, feel free to let us know. You know, I, I would love to check it out. I, I still haven't tried it. So I can say whatever I want here, but mm. I haven't tried it. So I, I don't know. I still, th- has, this huh? resounds a one thing to me in, in, in gaming. Duke, no, no one. Nukem, <laughs> forever. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, leaving yeah. that there. That's what this <laughs> sounds feels like to me. Yeah. Or that's the thing. Like you back something like this, it's 50-50. You're going to have a big, lovely bar of chocolate turn up on the doorstep, or it's just going to be a stinking I, I, turn. I, I get, I get even a better, You just don't know. I got even a better one for you. Uh, the, the Alien Colonial Marines launch. Oh, oh man. <laughs> that's no, even a better example. To keep in mind indeed, that <laughs> nobody has tested this device. Because these things were also being shown on like show floors, and everyone was like, oh, it's brilliant, and it works so nicely isn't that but the thing that ultimately ship was just not the same exact device so as long as we don't have a consumer product ready to be tested nobody knows how this is going to run you don't know what yeah yeah Yeah. like so far all the reviews or reviews i mean the the stuff people tried were prototypes they are quite tested the big video on it was a prototype and right is right yeah, oh yeah, everyone's been uh, yeah. pretty positive about it so far when they've actually tested it. But it would, yeah. it would be so so weird if you would make a prototype that is like totally buffed up, and in the end, that's too expensive for what you like what you have Who to knows? produce. Yeah, they can't. know. I don't think. I hope that won't happen. No, no. Yeah. 
So let's move on then. Like, uh, if you didn't think the Pimax 8K had enough pixels for you, <laughs> well, the rumor has it that Apple are making a 16K headset. And uh, it's being codenamed the T288. I don't know why. I can tell I you why. why. I, I think Sim knows why. Go on then, Sim. I'll tell you why. Okay. 288 because two 8K lenses. Okay, I was expecting some two. Mm-hmm. Like, What's the Apple was for? found in the 1928. <laughs> if you like, dead. I, I thought I was like something. No, it's just uh, two times eight eight. It's it. It's not a predecessor to the T1000, despite so, my wait, earlier wait, claims. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's we need to be fair here. So if we don't call yeah. the the Pimax real 8K, this ain't really 16K, right? It's two times 8K. No, they're, they're, Apple, pulled Apple the have pulled the Pimax. They learned the uh, what, what they've said is that it's, it, it's two 8K displays, so one 8K per eye, and that then makes it 16K apparently, which it doesn't in yeah. real life. But that's exactly what the Pimax have done. They've put two 4K yeah. displays in the, in the okay. headset, and they've called it 8K, but it's not. So, so this video yeah. we are playing, is this like a serious video? No, Some no, 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 no. from a year ago. So full disclosure like as well. It, I like it. It looks nice. This 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 video is actually from uh, a YouTube channel <laughs> called Gadget Times. Uh, he did all the hard work. He rendered these himself. Wow. It's kind of like a funny mock-up. So Lovely. thanks to Gadget Times for uh, the video. Uh, we're playing that. Mike's just, um, Mike is just showing you <laughs> fake news. He's just brainwashing. It's not going to look anything <laughs> like this. <laughs> <fake, laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it looks it, basically what he's done I, I, is he's taken the yeah. Apple Watch. Well, what you should have done is you should have taken a 3D hat the kind of thing and like put like the Apple logo on there. That is probably more accurate <laughs> of how bulky this thing is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually think yeah. no. If it's a, if it's joint AR VR headset, like this thing's got to be closer to a pair of glasses, and that's what I'm expecting Apple to come out with. Because like like Apple is going to do something that is sexy. I've been yeah. waiting for years for them to hit Absolutely. with something. You know, because yeah. like when yeah. they when they hit their with their devices, they break the market. You know, they just redefine, it's and it's they're going to do the same thing here. Redefine anything? Yeah, they have taken over that spot, though. Well, you oh, can fix that, but uh, you know, in your mind, well, Rowdy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, but a part of Apple, like they have a very dedicated uh, base. You know, that always buys everything they 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 produce, even if it's bad or good or if it's not really mm. a difference, because like always small steps. But I, I don't know. I, I I'm up for it. You know, like design wise, yeah. I think their stuff is really really nice. Software yeah. wise as well. But this is something totally different. This is VR slash AR, and this is something they never. But I mean, they they still haven't really. They said they were interested in doing something, but it's been years. Yeah. They're so patient. It's crazy compared yeah. to the rest. That's the thing. Like Apple are definitely one of those companies that doesn't rush things. Like take their time. They release things when they're ready. They don't (laughs) release half-baked products generally. You know, look what they did with the iPhone. Look what they did with the iPhone. Look what they did with the watch. (laughs) Of course he does. He's an Android fan. Let's just 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 kick him out of the room. I've never owned like a Mac or anything. I'm not an Apple fanboy. When it comes to mobile market, that device yeah. was, I was there in San Francisco when they launched it. Which like, one? I went for an hour or whatever, got in the building and I just. Okay. Yeah, definitely. That's like, an awesome yeah, original, device. But, original iPhone. Yeah. But the last, the last four so generations. Amazing. Like that revolution. <laughs> Hey, uh, Rowdy, yeah. uh, take it easy. Uh, a fanboy recognizes. Uh, I'm not, I'm not an Android fanboy. I'm just an Apple. Hater. Yeah, but no. 
Yeah. So the rumors are. So the rumors are about this headset is that they are working on it for a release sometime in 2020. So we're a little while off yet. Mike, Mike, um, that's beautiful. 2020 vision. Sorry. <laughs> Genius. Um, <laughs> but but uh, the rumor is that it's going to be a standalone headset that is linked to a box of some description. So you have like a, a base station, for example, that you plug into your wall and connect it to your internet, and then that is a wireless link from that to the headset. So a bit like uh, what uh, Magic Leap is doing where they have a processor attached to the belt, but, but this is, is going to be standalone and separate and it's going to be a wireless link. Well, <laughs> the thing is, this is the thing. Like, it, it, It's all speculation it's, right no, now. This, this could change. We know. we know that there is yeah. a locked room somewhere in China and there is a room of very sweaty engineers currently yeah. getting probably whips to try to do figure this. Out, so don't you worry, they'll, they'll crack it, but it's going to take a couple of years. Yeah. The thing is, if, if you're going to do it, you want to go like big, right? Go big or go home. And Apple have got a tendency to do stuff like that. So if they're going to bring something out, they're going to bring out like a big, big, gonna come out they, hitting, they don't, they don't do an increment. The they don't do an incremental no. like launch. They do no. freaking 30%, 50%, 80% launches, which just redefine the product. Yeah. the market in the same in the same go yeah. that's why i'm so excited about it and the thing is as well like even if this is all rumor and none of this is true the fact that these rumors keep on surfacing and you know we keep on seeing patent designs that have been submitted by apple like years ago it, it builds a picture that apple are definitely doing something behind the scenes and like you said zim that if anyone can do this and bring vr to the mainstream like i think we're almost getting there anyway like with the go i think is a great oh, step yeah. forward yeah. um but if anyone can really just overnight bring vr to the mainstream yeah. it's apple no, that can no, do no, it no. so you hear that rowdy but i do think yeah <laughs> so, so so let's put it this way rowdy samsung had their chance they VR. lost so they... <laughs> i don't think it's the, like, the game like... vr no, no, no! But like, like Samsung Gear, oh, there you go, there you go. The mobile market. I'm on Rowdy's yeah. one. They dominated Ooh. mobile, and the number of yeah. headsets succeeded but, both DK1, DK2, CV1 uh, for for years. It hasn't it hasn't made a big enough impact for it to be mainstream just yet. Oh, like I, I, I admit, oh, I admit fired. that the Gear VR is the uh, the biggest uh, mobile headset. I totally agree, without doubt. I, but, I do think it's nice that exactly. all these Apple I think fanboys will buy the product regardless of it's good. So I think that is nice. Yeah. You, you're, you're all getting one, huh? Can I have some popcorn, please? Because I love this. Uh, <laughs> right. No, but so uh, we, I, I do think it's rumors. exciting to have like the big boys pushing VR. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. I don't 100%. think it's gonna be garbage. It's maybe not going to be the the, the best thing out there, but it's still gonna be VR. Uh, you know, so exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. So talking about wireless uh, VR, I actually uh, this week got my hands on uh, a TPCast. So um, wow. TPCast are the first company to get a product out to market which supports the Rift and the Vive wirelessly. Uh, we have uh, HTC working with Intel now yeah. uh, for their sort of Intel Ygig technology for a wireless module for the, the yeah. Vive and the Vive Pro, which is really exciting as well. Yeah. I really love that uh, people are pushing this wireless technology because having tried it now, I, I'm kind of convinced yeah. that, that wireless is, is really great. Mm. Um before I get into it, full disclosure, I did get the TP cast for free. So, uh, oh, you know, just uh, sort oh, of. Uh, so they paid yeah, you for it. Yeah, yeah, then it's well, uh, a total different story. Yeah. 
it's it's not all uh, roses, uh, you know, and, and and good. I have to say. So um, so buckle up for this one. Can you also show it, by the way, because I'm uh, I'm uh, sure yeah, uh, a lot of people don't really know how it looks like. Yeah, wanna... yeah of course. So I'm going to show it to the camera right yeah. now. So that's the TPCast yeah. module on uh, top of my Oculus uh, Rift. So how does it look for the listeners out there? Um, so it's a, it's a box the size of a packet of cigarettes uh, on top of your Oculus Rift, and then that has a cable to another box similar sort of size, oh, yeah. which clips onto your waist with a battery. Ah. So this is kind of the, the, the part that clips to your waist, mm, okay. and that is the uh, receiver that receives the HDMI signal uh, to your headset. Do you know now, the uh, milliamp hour um, rating on the – I think it's an anchor battery that ships with it. Is it like 19,000? 19200? I'm not not sure, but the rumors are that it can last up to five hours. Um, Mm. You know, I said in my video that you're talking maybe two to two and a half to three hours, but I never depleted the battery 100%. So I probably played for a good three hours and then, you know, you recharge it and then plug it back in again. But this this battery actually that comes with it, um, you can just buy it straight from Amazon or from a shop because it's just an anchor battery. Uh, So you could have like a couple in rotation if you're really that bothered. You know, you want to play for longer than, than, than five or six hours, then you could buy another one um but when i got this thing like uh, even before i opened the thing up there was a few things that i was concerned about um the first thing was the comfort like because this thing um if i show you just uh, the video this thing actually just sits obviously above the strap and you've got these little bits here that actually touch your head on the strap oh. so uh, it's underneath the module so i was thinking like okay. it actually okay. kind of looks a bit uncomfortable yeah no cushioning cushioning right so i was like is that going to be comfortable enough is this I was like, is it- just for bald men or for all of us for everyone. Sorry, Mike. But, you know, you're not being excluded. <laughs> but it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, someone uh, says, Mike, Mike actually says that. Like, you have another Mike in the chat. Uh, Mike. Must be another hey, Mike. Mike. Uh, did Mike have hair before he tested the TP? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you lose it? Uh, yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, I was worried about the comfort levels. I was also worried about the setup procedure because if you've seen what's in the comes in the box of this thing, you get like a router, you get a transmitter, you get a receiver. There's cables. It's it looks like a lot of stuff you need to set up. So I was like, is this going to be a nightmare? And then the most important question, I was like, is this going to make a big difference to my virtual reality experience? Like, what is the whole point of this thing, right? Um, so fortunately, in terms of comfort. Um, that's actually fine like that doesn't you don't feel that on top of your head it's the module is so light that once you've got it on your head and you've adjusted it into a, a position that's comfortable for you you don't actually worry about it you don't actually feel it again so that was the one plus that i did i got out of it straight away when i tried it was that it's really really comfortable to wear uh, the battery is a little bit cumbersome because it's heavy because the battery is heavy but you wear that on a belt around your waist and it comes with a belt and a pouch to put it in Can you so compare it to the psvr block that hangs at your waist like which one is more annoying the thing is the psvr block is more annoying because it's in an awkward position but the tpcast one is way heavier but it sits yeah exactly so what i tend to do is i push it right into the middle of my back and have it right out in my back yeah. uh, when I'm playing games and that seems to be comfortable enough and my wife has tried it as well and she found it really comfortable to wear as well I wear this Uh, in terms of like this hmm you wear headphones, right? So that's going to be uh, that's going to be a real problem for you. What's your audio definitely. source, Mike? Uh, so I'm just using the Rift audio, obviously okay. from uh, yeah the, the built-in uh, headphones and and mic. He's one of those, uh, and that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> OG, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so talking about the setup procedure, like 
I was surprised actually that it only took about 20 minutes, just over 20 minutes. Once I'd got everything out of the box and I'd roughly put it together, like just screwed like a, the stand on the transmitter and, you know, put it on my Rift. Uh, actually, from that point to getting into VR and playing it wirelessly was about just over 20 minutes. So really I was really short. surprised, actually. Yeah. Really short. So, but that said, there are some real big compromises with the TPCAR software. And this was the real problem I had. You so, can get. Do you, mean, do you mean on board or what you're running on the desktop? I'm not too clear. Both. Both. Oh. So, so that's the thing. Um, you've got like the firmware that's built into the module that your battery clips into. So this has got like a, an SD card built into it. The part that the, the battery clips into has got an SD card built into it. That runs obviously the TPCast uh, firmware on the device. Sure. And then you've got the uh, the TPCast client that you run on your PC. Now, the, the thing is, like, like I say, it was very simple to uh, get up and running because it's all pre-configured. So you just plug it all in and it pretty much just works out the box. But I did uh, find that there was frame drop uh, playing games. So I tested it in Space Pirate Trainer and Box VR. And every now and again, I would, I would encounter like a drop frame. And it was just, it was noticeable enough. And it, it occurred frequently enough that I was just like, I'm not happy with How this. How frequently were you seeing it, Mike? Because that's... Um... Maybe like every 30 seconds Ooh. to a minute. Yeah, yeah so like really more. annoying. Um, so I adjusted the setup a little bit, still couldn't get rid of it. And then uh, also with the uh, standard TPCAR software, the microphone isn't supported on the Rift. So say you want to play like a competitive game where you want to talk to your colleagues like uh, uh, Lone Echo, Echo Arena, yeah. I mean, or Pavlov or Onward. Well, you can't do that with the TPCAR original software. So that was like a deal breaker for me as well, because I actually used the microphone on the Rift to record my videos. So I was like, this just isn't going to work out. But then I uh, did a lot of research into OpenTPCast, which is software made by a third party. Now, you have to pay $25 for a license for that, you know, OpenTPCast software. You have to open this module up, like with a screwdriver, take out the SD card, reflash it with the OpenTPCast firmware, and mess around with the OpenTPCast software on your computer as well. Proper invasive. Wow. It does that really, really. And it voids your warranty as well uh, with TPCast. Um, however, I'm pleased to say that after I messed around with it and I probably spent maybe three hours further messing around with it, it's now flawless. My microphone's working again. I don't get any drop flames and it is literally as good as having a cable. Like it is that good. Um, you know, I've been playing a lot of, uh, an, an unreleased game where let's say that you have to sort of be very precise and with your movements oh. and, um, I'm doing really well in that with this setup. So I would say that it does work, but there are some other compromises that you're going to have to make. And that is that your field of view in the headset mm. using the, the original TPCAR okay. software or the open TPCAR software is actually reduced. They, they cut off the edges of Why? the uh, display um, output. Oh. I, I, get, I guess they do it to uh, make it more efficient sending the yep. data between that the headset and the PC. So it's very, very slightly cropped. And it's just one of those things, because I use the Rift every day, I noticed it. But after a little while, it just disappeared. I didn't ever think about it again. But it's worth mentioning because it is one of those things you're going to notice potentially. Mm. So, What would you say in percentages, is, Mike, is the, is the cut? Like 3%, like either side, something like Still, that. It's like, so minor. You know, the, those um, kind of things, they, it, they it make me no, not want to buy no. it. That it <laughs> It's not only you need to void your yeah. warranty to well, get it working as intended, like, there, there, but then yeah. also, you know, it's it's cropping yeah, the yeah. screen because yeah. you have to send data more effective. Ah, uh, nah. 
And and this is the thing, like there's so many caveats about recommending this. Like it's it's, it's expensive, like it's 300 bucks, 300 quid. You're, to get the best experience, you're going to have to open it up, tinker around with it, spend hours testing. But but saying that, like with all that said, like now it is up and running and it is flawless. There is no way in hell that I would ever go back to having a wired rift. It's just a game changer. Uh, and that's the thing, like being free to move in your environment um, playing a game like Space Pirate Trainer where you have to physically move and yeah. dock, duck the incoming fire and and that sense of freedom that you'd have to think about the, the wires tangling around your feet and yeah. it just works so well now that <laughs> it, it's just it's just a great experience and mm. I think it is next level. Like it really is, it feels that good. So for you personally, it's worth the hassle to make it happen. Yeah, like let's be honest about it. You know, you're going to have to be a tinkerer. You know, someone that doesn't mind taking stuff apart or spending time troubleshooting yeah, okay, stuff yeah. to get the best out of the yeah. experience. Like for the casual consumer, like this is way too much involved to to, to, to recommend it. Yeah. But if if you're into this, you like to play around with the stuff. You like to test new, uh, you know, experimental technology. Then, yeah. uh, then so yeah, Mike, I would recommend. I, like in in terms of Oculus's next push, which is going to be a wireless mm. sixty degrees of freedom headset. That's probably going to be available within a year. Yeah. You know, for somebody sitting there saying, should I spend the cash, including the price of the open TP cast recommend yeah. or yeah. not recommend? So uh, no. So no, because like I'm very on the fence about it because obviously I'm aware that I got mine for free. So I'm very fortunate, you know, like, um, and I wouldn't go back. So if I had to spend my own money, would I have done that initially? Probably not. Um, so I'm fortunate in that position. Yeah. But yeah, there's way there's way too much involved. But I would say that once you get there, it is like mecca. You know, you've reached like the VR mecca. You know, you're like this is this is what it really feels like yeah. to be free yeah. in VR. It, it is incredible. It feels really but, next but level. The thing is, like right now, you don't have that many options to buy like a different one that is easier to set up. Like we, we I'm waiting for the the Intel one. Now we still don't yeah. really know what it's going to be all about and if it's gonna be great or not, but. Like right yeah. now, this is the only option you have, but I'm sure yeah. that later down the road we get more. And I, I like I think yeah. Intel is is, is gonna uh, make something something great. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, absolutely. But- and I think like if if TPCast said, okay, this is like 150 quid or 200 quid even at a push, and our different software story. works flawlessly, very, and you have your yeah, microphone sorry. straight out the gate, then very it different. then it yeah, would be yeah, recommended. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But right now, in its current state, it's difficult to recommend unless you're really like a tinkerer. You know, it's, no, it's much strange. You need to take it apart to make it work better. Well, I'm like, why am I? Why are they not updating this themselves? Like, are they not improving yeah. their product now, or is this just like? So I did talk to TPCast about it. You know, I, I gave them some really honest feedback about what I thought about the software. And I told them, you know, like, I'm really sorry, but I voided the warranty and I installed OpenTPCast. And I told them it did work way better with the, the OpenTPCast software. And obviously they were disappointed with that because, you know, they want to, they wanted me to use their, their official uh, sort of software. But I said it just either I'm not going to use it or I am. But using this open TPCast method, yeah, that's the, the ultimatum, basically. So uh, they they understood that, um, but they are working on it, of course, um, and they're going to be pushing more updates in the future. So maybe they will fix it, but that's not the situation right so now. Final question, Mike, on this subject. Um, are you worried you're going to fall down your staircase now? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You had a tether before. 
Yeah, I had to tell that before. Yeah, that um, could save your life, yeah. Noah Gable, but now you have nothing. It could. You got nothing it could. I have nothing. Makes, uh, I, just, I could just dive off that thing. Yeah, exactly. uh, that he um, tried no, to like, lost the wireless tutorial, and his Oculus hasn't worked since, so he doesn't believe you anymore. That's funny. Um, yeah, so like I did a, a April Fool's video where I just cut the cable, and that was like a wireless solution, and a lot of people really enjoyed it. A lot of people didn't. Um, but um, this is the legit version, so you can oh. legitimately do this now. Yeah. Uh, but if you're interested to like see more in depth information about the TPCast, like I did two videos on the channel, like one covering the original uh, unboxing and just set a procedure in my thoughts, and then I did a real in depth guide on how to set up Open TPCast on the TPCast. So if you've got a TPCast and you're not using it because you know it wasn't working as described out of the box, then there's a guide there on the channel you can check out. Ah, also, well, that's ten bucks then for the advertisement. <laughs> Wait a minute, They're you can't advertise the channel. Well, the no. flash in the <laughs> firmware on a device will not void your warranty in the EU. They just checked it. So if you live in the EU... Right. Okay. Right. So I think it's it's because you have to open it up as well. Like yeah. I know that, that manufacturers don't like that when you're opening up a device that can void the warranty in itself. Because the, the SD card isn't accessible from the outside, you have to open it up to get to it. That's the problem. Um, so I don't know if that's different in the EU than it is in the UK or whatever in the US. I'm not sure. Well, let's hope that there will be like a new TP guest coming that has just all this stuff in there without you fiddling around with it. But yeah, they're definitely working on a new version. I know that because the the new version has the battery mounted on the headset with a different uh, yeah. uh, mounting system. So maybe but that will uh, resolve the issues. Is, this knows? is such a good market for so many people. Like you know, Intel can make one. Maybe a, a Duracell could make one. I mean, there are so many yeah. like like companies that can can have like a race now, like an arms yeah. race to make the best. Yeah. Because that's the it's, same with like, like those headphones you tried, you know, those those earpieces mm. from uh, uh, GBL. JBL, yeah. So, I mean, that's the same with the batteries. Uh, when people start to figure this out and they bring them out, yeah. then you can have different brands and... Yeah, yeah, and and that's what it needs. It needs more competition in the marketplace, oh, yeah, totally. so it drives the price down. But like uh, someone mentioned in one of my videos, actually, it was an interesting point: was that uh, DJI could jump into this arms race yeah. because they've been dealing with sending wireless video over like yeah, kilometers. That's true. Uh, that's true. For, for for like a decade. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that that's that's something. Yeah. Yeah. So there we have it. Uh, that is the uh, the TPCast wireless VR is finally here. But you have to pay a hefty price and you have to mess around with it. So it's a bit sort of hit and miss whether I recommend it or not. So I'll quickly wrap this one up. If there's any questions, uh, check them in now. But just a reminder, this is a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show live streamed, obviously, every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. You can tune into the show live at 4 p.m. in Europe, 3 p.m. in the UK and 9 a.m. in Central US. If you miss the live stream, you can catch up with the whole show as I re-upload it to my own YouTube channel virtual reality oasis or check out the audio only version which is available on google play music itunes and on soundcloud uh, if you could leave us a review there we would really appreciate it it's going to help us out a lot um and uh, yeah it's been a really fun episode love talking to you guys as i do every week and uh love the fact that we've got people interacting with us in the chat as well so we have, uh, if unless we've got any questions i will wrap this beautiful one, show one, up. one question for you mike what is the just before we end here what is what is the best uh bubble phone provider <laughs> Apple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh my days. And on that bombshell. Oh man. We'll wrap this heavy hitters. Up. Heavy hitters. Have a good week. 
enjoy the F8 conference. Uh, I hope it all brings us the uh, yeah. the hope and dreams that we all yeah. want. What I was the Oculus Go. What is like just um, right, like the and check out Beat Saber as well. Do that as well. Uh, <laughs> and on that bombshell, we're going to wrap this one up. Bye so bye. see you next week on the show. Bye bye. See you later.